Hello and welcome to the Supersize Fizz Ad Podcast. My name is Dave and I'm excited to be back with you. This is my second episode back in a while. And if you didn't listen to the first one that I recorded not too long ago, I um, ask you to maybe go back and check it out because I'm going to be talking about things that relate to the book I'm writing. Yes, the book. I'm not even writing. I wrote it. It's being edited as we speak right this second. It's being worked on. And I want to talk more about it after this little break. So here we go. All right, everybody. So, yes, I am back. I have a new computer. Mine literally crashed. I never thought that was actually a thing. I thought that was just what people said, like, oh, yeah, it crashed. I didn't think that was really a thing. Uh, like I said, I thought that was more like people just making that up and making excuses and saying it's just not working right or whatever. Mine really did crash. I can't even use it anymore. It's I'm lucky to get the information off of it, including the uh, sound effects and things. Um, so, yes, I am back and I'm glad to be here and I'm glad to talk to you through this silly microphone I have right in front of my face. So again, if you did not listen to the last episode, I encourage you to possibly go back and check it out. So again, in the book, the teacher in this case of the title teacher chef is called the teacher, the chef and the hockey player. If I didn't mention that before, I mentioned that in the first episode of this series, the teacher um, is a phys ed teacher. She teaches the first, those first three. And then the next three are taught by a chef and a uh, his kind of general manager person. I forgot her name. Well, her, I know her name in the book is Nicole because it's my not my wife's name. I use that. Um, I don't know if she has an actual title, but she's kind of like the the right hand person to to the chef. And so she teaches number four, and then he teaches number five and six. So here we go. Let's do a boomer. Here we go with number four. All right, so number four is have an Augusta mentality. Now, before golf got kind of tainted for me with this split in the live golf, which I thought was going to be a great thing, and it is a great thing to some degree for some people making, I'm not going to go into the whole, this whole thing, I guess, but the, the money and, and whatnot, and, but some people are upset about that. and uh, So some people left the main PGA Tour um, before all that happened, let's just say, um, I was always a big golf fan. I still am really, but it just, I don't watch it as much anymore because it's kind of diluted, but Augusta, Georgia is the place of the masters. I know most of you know that some of you don't, and it is a pristine place with traditions and it, it just, it's a magical, I've never been there. I've always wanted to go. It's it just, it's from what I've read about it, what I've watched on TV, what I've heard about it, everything, it's just a magical place. And I want that for you and for me in PE to have a magical, pristine place with traditions and honor and integrity. And that is an Augusta mentality to me, at least. So in the book, the, uh, again, her name's Nicole. Again, I don't really have a title for her. Um, she teaches that to Jay, the main character is just have this mentality as you go. They, they have the, the restaurant. They, uh, that the the chef owns has this mentality about them that um, everything is is perfect is perfection. Um, it doesn't mean it's it's maniacal or maniacal perfection. It just means it's 
it's everything. The plates are set exactly so, and the cups and how the servers serve everything is exactly the same way. Um, and so that's it's kind of that th- feeling, and and they have traditions there, and um, customers know what to expect when they go there, and they expect the best, and that's the mentality I want you to have, and I want me to have, and I want the character to have in this book is that mentality of. Your PE space is a temple. It is a uh, not not really, but it's it's a pristine, magical, almost perfect place, and, and to treat it that way, and to treat um, it kind of goes along with the customer service thing that like that. But to treat your customers that way, treat your kids that way, and treat your place that way. So that is having a gusto mentality, and that is number four. All right, so number what are we at? Number five is see your work as art. And this is something the chef taught Jay in the story is everything is can be art if you look at it the right way. Now, you don't have to be an artist to create art. You don't have to be a musician. You don't have to be a sculptor or a painter or whatever. Um, you can just in any any craft is, is the point. You see your work as art. So I I kind of, I try to have that, um, mentality as I teach that, you know, the games I create are a work of art, the tournament, the, my chukeball tournament that I, you know, I've talked about before that I'm going to bring back this year, not back, but to this, my new school or my newer school this year, they've never done this before. I like, to me, that's a work of art. Now I know it's not Picasso. I know it's not Michelangelo. I know it's not any of these amazing people or composers or whatever, uh, but to see it in that way, it makes you really appreciate things more and, and to see things, um, in a different way. And, you know, I don't want to go into everything that, about the book exactly, but that, that's the main point of it is to see your work as not just a job is not just a thing you're trudging through every day. It's to see your work as art and your craft as something I, I love when people call it their craft. Like I hear, um, you know, I'm a big Buffalo Bills fan for those, of you know, and, um, you know, Stefan Diggs talking about his, his craft, he's working on his craft. Um, to me, that's more than a, just a job, you know, it's, it's a craft. It's your, you know, it's your, it's your art, it's your art form. So see your work as art. And that is number five. All right. One of my favorite ones is number six. It is create experiences in the book. The main character is it sees the chef create all this this these experiences for them as they as they come in and and they talk about different things they do for their customers and you want to create these things for your students and this is the point of this is you know I, in the past and I'm not just crediting myself I'm crediting these other people and and companies and things that people you know whatever whoever I've worked with. Some examples are the martial arts program we brought in for a good nine weeks um, for second grade. We brought in the bike trailer for uh, grades three through five to ride around our track. It was amazing. We did, we did that for a few years until the grant ran out or something happened to that thing. But there's also scooters on there. And kids. some of the kids actually learned how to ride a bike that week. And that was just amazing. These are experiences I want for my kids that I want for your kids, your students. There's, you know... It, 
I brought in, again, when I say I, it doesn't mean it's just me. It's my program. We brought in Webster, our, our mascot, and the kids just go crazy for Webster. They love him. That's an experience they're never going to forget. That chookball tournament is an experience. I still hear kids in like ninth, 10th grade coming back to me saying, I love that tournament. That was like the, one of the greatest things I ever participated in. in. It doesn't mean they won it. They, they just participated in it. And they were, oh man, I was the, I was the DJ, remember? I was, or I was the announcer. That was amazing. These are experiences I want for your students and for my students. So to create experiences, not just going through the motions and playing a game they're never going to care about later on in life, like create these moments with your students. So that is number six, create experiences. All right, everybody, I'm not going to do a cowbell tip of the day. I did one last time, basically just Think about these in your program, these three things. And like I said, go back to the last episode if you haven't heard it. And same thing. Um, these are some of the lessons in the book that I'll be releasing soon. I can't wait for you to possibly check it out. It's, um, I think I did a pretty good job, actually. <laughs> uh, I'm not a writer, but just drawing from my own, my own experiences and creating some new ones and some new people and characters and things. So um, that is it for the day. So like I said, I have done the first six of the PE9. More to come. Next episode, I will do the, the final three of the PE9. So take care. PE Nation, you guys and girls are awesome. Let's keep pushing our profession forward.